0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. and That means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: So um, today the title is super exciting for me. When I saw it, I thought, OK, let's go for it. Start actually doing the things that you need to do. Whew. That can sometimes hit you quite hard, but let's go for it. So during my time here, I'd love you to take away some things that you can really think about, but things that you can start to maybe action in your life. Now there was this study done, which is called the common denominator of success. This guy Herbert did it. And he found out that successful people make a habit of doing things that unsuccessful people don't like to do. And it's a really interesting read because we we want to ask ourselves, well, what are the things then that they're doing? And it turned out that the things that successful people don't like to do are the same things that unsuccessful people don't like to do either. But the thing is, successful people do them anyway, because they know that this is the price that they have to pay. And if they want to be successful and they want their future to be a success, then it's the price that they need to pay. So I'm gonna be talking about some things that you can introduce into maybe your thought process into your life, um, which I've developed over time. So my name is Ify Thomas, I'm a mindset and confidence coach. My company's called Mind Workout Media. We make brand stories. Um, this is what we do, everyone in the team has been handpicked for their own expertise and abilities in their chosen areas. And I'm all about storytelling, as many of you will know. And one of the things that people always want to, ha- why they come to me is they want clarity. They want clarity so that they can go out into the world and do what they need to do. And if we think about in general, clarity and being able to have a vision and knowing what it is that you want is so important. So today I'm gonna to talk about three things. Now, there's there so many things that you can do to you know to start actually doing the things that you need to do there's lots of things you can do but i think that these three things that i've put together are probably yeah at the top so the first thing that i want to talk to you about is long term vision if you're somebody who is asking the question you know why are some people more successful than i am why do some people seem to have everything and i have nothing why do i have to work so hard Well, I think that the first place is to have this long-term vision. This is what I developed. And everything that I share, by the way, are things that I live by and I implement in my life on a day-to-day basis. So first of all, have a long-term vision. Sit back and think to yourself, what is it that I really want? You know, because if you know what you want, that's the first place to start. Because having clarity and having a vision of, what does, what would my life be like if everything was working exactly the way I wanted it to? How many times have you sat down and thought about in the future having this long time vision? Now, let me just tell you this. I've been watching and I promise I won't talk too much about this because I'm still buzzing from it. I was in this room with you guys and I, I heard loads of you talking about the Kanye West Netflix um, and, I, and I thought, oh, I'll put that on my list. I'll put that on my list. And I finally got round to watching it. And I ended up going to bed at midnight. Oh my gosh. I was so inspired. I was sitting at the end of my seat and and I'd stand up all of a sudden and I'd look at my, you see, you see? It was so unbelievably thrilling because Kanye West is somebody, whether you like him or not, it's not relevant actually right now. It's about understanding how did he get where he got? Well, in this documentary, he talks, he's got long-term vision. His long-term vision is so clear and 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 he's so committed to it. It is just unbelievably inspiring that he has this vision of who he wants to be years into the future. Well, I don't know if you know, but the vision, and he tells people. And the most fascinating thing for me is somebody is a storyteller, and somebody who um, walks around with a camera all day and makes videos and makes v- uh, media. And my business is all about producing stories and on video. I to see that he had his own video guy following him around. And um, documenting him on his journey to success was brilliant. It was fascinating because he knew he was so sure that he was going to become who he wanted to be that he was filming it along the way. Now, come on now, isn't that is confidence? That is vision. And I was just like, I I have so much respect for him and the fact that he was showing us everything. And you could see his little brain going. When I say little brain, big brain, like he's so intense. Anyway, so my point is, is the first thing you everyone needs to have is a long-term vision. You have to have a long-term vision of what you want your health to look like, what you want your family life to look like, what you want your business to look like, what you want your life to look like. On my vision board, I have a picture of this really old, um, black guy and this really old black woman in their like maybe like 90s and that represents Terrence my partner and me because my long-term vision is to grow old with this man my long term vision is to live as long as I possibly can in his arms so there's a picture on the vision board just to remind me what my long-term vision is and we can we can all sit back and close our eyes and think what is it that I want? What do I want my life to look like? What would it feel if everything in my life was working exactly the way I wanted it to be? What would it look like? Have the long-term vision. A lot of people spend a lot of time talking about what they don't want and what they wish they didn't have and what they couldn't have and what they can't have and what... No. So what's the opposite to long-term vision? Past thinking. Thinking in the past, reliving the past. We can't change the past, TD Jakes says, the um, the past has no hold over our few- the past has no hold over our future. The present does. What we do in the present moment is going to dictate our future. So if you decide today, I'm going to have a long term vision of what I want, and I'm going to stop stop living in the past. The amount of people that I work with, that the first thing I do when I ask them a question, they tell me all the they don't answer the question. Most people never answer the actual direct question. They go and tell me all the things that led to the answer that they're gonna give in a minute. And this can be a challenge and I can give you a great analogy. Louise Hay, she is the author of the book, You Can Heal Your Life. If you haven't, she's sold over ninety million copies. She's like the grandmother of psychology and metaphysics. She is just, uh, you can find her on YouTube. Brilliant woman. She's she's no longer with us. I'm a huge fan. I've 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 spent oh maybe 13 years studying her work. I love everything about what she talks about. And one of the things that she gives is this concept, which makes me laugh, and I often react it for um, my videos she talks about living in the past, She's, so I'm going to give you the scenario and change it a little bit so it fits with my personality, which is, so imagine we're getting up to Thanksgiving or Christmas, and I want you to imagine you're sitting at Glen Lundy's breakfast table, right, and there's loads of gorgeous food, and we're eating it, and then there's loads of leftovers, Yeah. And then we go away and we go back, let's say, seven months later because no one's cleared away the breakfast table and all the foods there, yeah? And then we go and sit down and start eating that food, that disgusting, old, mouldy food, you know? That is not going to feel good, but I want you to imagine this, that when you throw and scrape away all the leftovers from your food on your plate, and you tip it in the bin at home, and then months go by and you don't change that bin, and then you get go in the bag and then empty all that onto your plate and sit down and try and eat it. That's what a lot of people do. We dig into yesterday's trash and try to feed ourselves on it today in the present moment. And that's why we feel sick. That's why we can become toxic because we are literally feeding ourselves on things that have happened in the past, and we're hoping that's going to fuel us for the future, but it doesn't. What it does is it undermines us, it dictates us, it holds us back. We keep reliving the past. Now, I know psychotherapists and therapists will say, you need to go back and do the work, and you need to go back, and Sarah, the power coach, the work that Sarah does is, she takes you back to get where you left your power, and then brings you forward. All of that stuff I totally am for. But what I'm saying is if you have a long-term vision and you're focusing on the future and what you want, then what you'll do is you'll work out that stuff on the way to what you want. But if every time you're about to take a step, you say, oh, but I remember last time when I took a step and I fell over, so I'm not gonna take a step. Well, then you'll just stay where you are. And people always think that when you stay where you are, that, that, that at least you're going to be in control because you, you are where you are, you're familiar with where you are, so you'll be in control. Well, no, you won't be because the world is always moving. So, in fact, if you stay where you are, you're actually not staying where you are. The world is moving. You're falling backwards. You're going backwards. You're thinking backwards. And you're thinking backwards because you're constantly living in the past. So the first thing is long-term vision. That's one thing we can all do. Sit down, think about what is my long-term vision? Where do I want to be in the future? I get where I am now, but where do I want to be in the future? And when you can visualize and see it and decide and make a decision and dedicate yourself to, that's where I'm going, that's what I want, this is what I want my life to look like, and I'm going to start doing the things that are going to help me get where I want to be. And when you make that decision, what happens is, is you're more focused on getting there than looking back. You're more focused on moving forward than you are reliving the past. And we all have a sad story to tell. We've all been through stuff. We've all had trauma. You know, I don't think you can can become an adult without trauma. We've all experienced something in our lives that has affected us. But if we keep reliving it and we keep digging up the trash, digging up the food from yesterday, we keep digging into it and trying to feed ourselves with it, it ain't going to work. And it's not, these aren't. this isn't me telling you this, this is Louise Hay. Louise Hay, like the godmother of psychology. And her area of expertise is metaphysics. So she talks about how your thoughts, because when you're eating all that food, what we're doing metaphorically is we're thinking about things in the past that we didn't like. What's happening is it's going into our minds, and we're reliving it over and over again. And then all that energy is coming through our bodies on a cellular level. And then what's happening is we're vibrating that energy and that discomfort. And that and then we have a body that's not in ease it's at disease and then we start to get disease in our body different areas we get neck ache back ache, knee ache bad breath and um, we get all these um, problems that have been caused because we've had a consistent way of thinking and think your thinking is absolutely powerful and if people think that your thoughts aren't going to determine your health and your mental health then you can just read louise hayes book and it will really go into the details so i'm not going to give you a master class on that but what i'm saying is number one long-term vision make sure you know what your goals are okay i'm going to take a breath and just see if anyone would like to jump in where i've talked about long-term vision and then we can go to the next one
0: but i was if- just going to say and number two part of that long-term vision is we should all we should all have thanksgiving dinner at glenn's house sometime in the future like a big Thanksgiving at the Lundy's. Wouldn't that be amazing? Just all the Let's do it. people, yeah, yes. dope, right? Sounds uh, awesome. Like a friend, a friend, a friend's giving BWC style, right here, right here in Kentucky. If you though you have to be here though, we we we're not doing it unless you're coming from across the pond.
1: Absolutely, Glenn. That you've heard it here. That's my invitation. <laughs> <laughs> what day do you want me there, Glenn? I'll be I'll be coming immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you. <so> much. <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it. Thank you, Glenn, for jumping in because this is um, the space that you've created, and everybody has a seat on the table. And you know what? What I'd say is this is that I've learned so much from being in this room and I've learned so much and I tried to implement it all. And um, one thing that um, it's an opportunity for me to say this to you Glenn. now, I was in a room when you were talking about the Breakfast with Champions, what what it's about. And I had goosebumps all up my arm because um, what you explained is why you created this space. And one thing that I, I never, you let everyone have a voice you create a space for everyone to share because the most important thing is is if it's just one person hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning if you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five
2: ways you can change the way you start your day
1: point of view then it's just one person's point of view and i've had to really adapt my thinking by listening to everybody's point of view and from being in this room so thank you for creating such a great space and um what a lovely title to talk about um so thank you so much i'm gonna look um for flashes um after my next thing now so i was talking about long-term vision which is most important so everybody like glenn says get your tickets because we're gonna go over and have um food with glenn which will be amazing And um, the second thing that we need to do, which is what Glenn talks about a lot, self discipline, self discipline, you have to be willing to set the goals and keep going to consistently show up to keep showing up, keep doing what you need to do. And a lot of people want it the easy way. They just want the easy way, they want the, the easiest way. And what they do is they look for shortcuts and they spend so much time looking for a quick fix, looking for a, a, cash, a cash cow, they look for bargains. They're looking, spending all that time looking for a quick fix when they could just get on the road, pay the price up front, and do the work that you need to do and um, re- refuse to be, um, refuse to look for the shortcuts, because it's very easy for us to think that there's got to be a quicker way, there's got to be a quicker way, there's got to be a quicker way. Well, with all the work that I do and what I believe as somebody who literally has um, studied all these great people and literally copied and followed what they've said to do, is that these people who've come before you, if there's people who where you want to be, they will at some point in a biography, a book, a TED talk, they will tell you exactly the steps that you need to follow. You just need to follow them. Stop questioning, is this the right way? Is this the right way? Just be disciplined to just keep doing it. And I think self-discipline is is the master of you being able to really, you know, do the things that you need to do. Because like I said at the beginning, it's not easy. No, Who really wakes up? Or maybe um, Brian benstock Who wakes up? I'm going to the gym because I love it who does that you know who who really is like i do i do
3: i do me too okay so there's
1: a there's a few few of us who are like oh my god not me
3: iffy not me
1: yeah exactly but i bet you still go though don't you because you're disciplined (laughs) and that's the point we have to stop thinking that the people who are doing it, it's easy for them. It's not easy for them. You know, how many how many podcasts did, um, how many rise and grinds did Glenn do? Thousands. I, I'm sure every day he wasn't waking up and going, oh, I can't wait. This is amazing. I'm living my best life. He's like, I committed to doing this, so I'm doing it. And it's about getting used to doing the things that you don't wanna do and doing it because you need to do it. And that I think is gonna serve so many of us to keep doing it. And I'll just add one thing. And some people might not like this, but I've got um, some people in my um, family group my, who who really like a bargain. So let me give you this example when I talk about taking shortcuts. So you go to this shop and you see this amazing top that you like, and let's say it's $50, you love it. And you think, do you know what? I'm sure I could get it cheaper somewhere else. So then you spend, The rest of the day looking in all the shops to see if you can get it cheaper and then you go on facebook marketplace to see if somebody's and then you go on depop and you go on all these sites to try and get that top cheaper and then you find it and instead of it being 50 dollars or 50 pounds you can get it for 45 and then you think that's a win that's not a win you've just wasted literally your whole day trying to get a bargain i'm all about just pay for it and move on and i think that uh, it's become self discipline within me that i'm i'm very quick to make a decision because i quickly go in my brain yeah let's do it because i don't want to spend my time overthinking something to save a few pounds or a few um dollars why would i do that so um that's another thing so first thing long term vision know what it is that you want be self disciplined and and part of being self disciplined is because you you have to keep going There is no one is going to tell you this is the day that you're going to be a huge success. This is the day when your marriage is going to be awesome. This is the day when your children are going to be able to thrive. Nobody tells you the date, So you just have to know that it's coming and then you have to keep doing what you need to do and thinking, everything I'm doing is conspiring for me. The universe is conspiring for me to succeed. Every action that I'm doing is leading me closer to the goal. Um, everything that I'm doing is helping. Brian Tracy talks about a balance sheet. He says that's one side of the balance sheet, if you think of it as credit, the other side is debit. Every time you do something that moves you closer to your goal, it's a credit. Every time you don't do something, it's a debit. So with that attitude, I'm thinking, is this going to move me closer to my goal? Is this going to help me get where I want to be? What do I need to actually do? What do I need to start doing? You know, so discipline, definitely. And my third one, which is my favorite one, is um, execution. But before we move on to execution, which is being an action taker, I would love if anyone would like to flash and talk to me about how you are disciplined in the work that you do and the way that you show up and how discipline is so important to you. I'm going to look for some flashes. Melissa, lovely Melissa, over to you.
2: Thanks, Iffy. Oh my gosh, I'm loving this. I loved your point about trying to find a bargain because my mum is always saying, Oh, yeah, but I go here for that shopping, that's kind of washing liquid because it's cheaper there. And then I go here. And I'm like, But aren't you spending on the fuel? And the time when you go around to all these different shops um so yeah absolutely love that totally totally bang on because it's about the investment of time as well as the the investment of money isn't it um but i I wanted to add on the effort like absolutely great things take effort and this morning i put out a post and this is what it says it says in a world of jetsons be a Fred Flintstone, just yabba dabba do it. Because ultimately, there is nobody that can do the things that you need to do to connect with people for you. Um, you know, it really has to come those relationships and the human connections that we have and the meaningful relationships, like I've made with many of you in this room, especially yourself, Ify. They have to come from us doubling down and making the effort and making people a priority. Um, so yeah, that's what you fired me up to say today. Back to you
1: oh melissa i love it yes it took me right back to the flintstones that has and made me think about all those childhood 80s um cartoons and it's always lovely to listen to you melissa because you bring such great value and, and you make you always make me think as well and if anyone doesn't know Melissa she's all about emotioneering and um, um, I've got her book and I've, I've learned so much in leadership from the work that she shares so thank you so much and it is about just doing it but often like I said people don't we overthink it. We are we are overthinking it so much that we don't actually move. And then then you wonder why you're not take, why things aren't happening. So the last thing that I'd love to cover is execution. So you've got your long term vision. You can see what it is. You can feel it. And you have a vision for where you're going. You are self disciplined. You get up every day and work towards the thing that you're trying to achieve. And you pay upfront. You pay in full. You make sure that like when you go to Nando's, you pay for your chicken then you sit down, you don't sit down before you've paid for it. That's how it works. I really believe you have to pay upfront for it. And then the last thing, execution and become an action taker. Now, why aren't people action takers? I think it's because of fear. And um, the fear of when you take action it might not work out how you want it to. The fear that you're not in control of what happens when you take the action, the fear that you might look silly, the fear that other people might laugh at you, the fear that you might lose face. All of those fears are what really, I feel, stop people from taking action because they're wondering, well, what am I going to do if it doesn't work? I had one client say to me, She goes, but you know what, what if I do all this work and I really work on my mindset and I say these positive affirmations and I write my goals and I find out what the plan is and I start investing in myself. What about if I do all of that and nothing changes? I said, something will definitely change. You're not gonna be the same person. It will definitely add value back to the credit. It's credit, at some point you will get the return On the investment, because people we've been hearing a lot of people saying, you know, your time, your time, your time. You can either invest time or spend time. Well, I see time is time. It 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 just goes, and it depends what we're spending our time doing or investing our time in. But if we're going to spend our time, it's about where the investment is. If I'm going to sit and read a book, is that going to be an investment return on investment for me in the future? If I'm going to read a parenting book on how to raise children going through, um. I don't know, puberty right now, is that gonna be an investment for me when my children are older? Absolutely. If I'm gonna go and watch um, flicks through Netflix and watch um, The Queen of the South, and watch one after the other after the other, is that going to be? Is that going to come back and help me in my life? Well, maybe if I end up in Mexico and I'm against the cartel, maybe, you know, but it's very unlikely it's going to give me a good return on my investment. So when you take action and you take the first step and you're willing to take action and not say, well, is this going to pay off for me in the future? You just got to take action. You just got to make a decision, take a step, and then another one comes. And I heard this idea that if you, well, I love the Martin Luther King quote: "You don't have to see the full staircase; just take the first step." But I also love the idea of if you're driving through the at night and you've got your head your headlights on. You're driving, and you can only see a hundred yards ahead of you. But you just trust and know that the, the the lights will continue shining as you drive. And I think that's what happens when you make a decision to work towards your long term vision, even if you can't see everything. What happens? It starts to unfold. You know, who would have known about Clubhouse two years ago? I wouldn't have. But you know, I still you know working on my speaking and doing all the stuff that I do. And then when this platform came available, then I thought this is a great place for me to maybe share my message and meet like minded people. So it's all. about taking action and not having excuses about taking actions and and one thing i can tell you is that if you're not if you want to invest your time then all the time that i have spent and all of the um investments i've made you can you can invest in something like a fifty two pound franchise like the one i've got from 2014 and i've been eating from it for what feels like all of my life, and I'm going to eat from it from the rest of my life. But or instead of investing in something that's going to give you everything that you need, you can be cheap, 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 cheap. And I like that if you think cheap, 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 you can be cheap and try and scrape the information, but you're never going to fully have it. And when I first started, I used to watch loads of YouTube videos that people put up. I watched Tony Robbins, Unleash the Dragon, someone had put a cracked version up. I listened to Brian Tracy's success and Psychology of Selling. But when I was listening to the Psychology of Selling by Brian Tracy on YouTube, which wasn't a paid thing I bought, someone had uploaded um, him, in the recorded him or something, I was being cheap because I was listening to it and I was taking all the advice. And from that program alone, I generated 6,000 pound, the most I'd ever generated in one week doing this in learning from him. And I thought to myself, what would happen if I actually just invested in his programs? What would happen? Well, I saw what happened, I was able to generate £180,000. So I was like, if you go cheap, then you might be able to make things stick together, but you're never gonna really know the foundation. So I'm all about pay upfront, pay in advance, invest in yourself, invest in your time, and take action. And that's what I really believe is important to do, because if you don't, then you're just gonna be stuck. And then I'll end with this one thing before I open it up, because we have a few more minutes. So we've looked at long-term vision, self-discipline, and taking action. But for all those three things to work together, I believe there's a thread between all of them. And that thread is self-belief. It's, but you have to believe it's possible. You have to believe you deserve it. And you have to believe that it's going to happen. You have to believe in something that you've never seen before. You have to believe in it. Because if you don't believe, you're not gonna create a long-term vision, because you'll say, well, that kind of stuff doesn't happen for people like me. If you don't believe, you won't get up and be disciplined and show up. If you've never had a six pack and you believe that going to the gym and doing sit ups isn't going to get you a six pack, then you won't go to the gym and you won't do the sit ups and then you won't get a six pack. And then you'll look at people who do have a six pack and say, oh, you're so lucky. No. If you just believe that it's possible for you, and it is, it is possible for every single person in this room, in this stage to get everything that you want. You can get everything that you want, but you have to start actually doing the things that you need to do to get it. You can't just sit there and hope and pray that it's gonna land on your lap. You have to do it. And these three things that I've given you, I think it's a great place to start. I really do. So have a long-term vision, have the discipline, the self-discipline and take action even if you don't know if it's going to work out. And um, I would say everybody go and watch the um, Kanye West, even if it's just the first episode, it's absolutely thrilling for me. Um, Thank you so much. I'd love to see if anyone would like to jump in and join in. I'm going to look up and down the stage because we've got a couple of minutes left before Dr Jane Lacey
4: joins us.
1: David, over to you, good morning.
4: Hey Iffy, good morning. Always love listening to you and so much good stuff. But just with the last couple things, you know, I, I think the vision, the the belief and the action all go together. And and for for myself as well as a lot of the people I work with, I think the more they're willing to take action, then the more belief shows up when they start getting a result. And I think the When you had talked about people not, you know, I don't know if you said it was being cheap, but just not willing to invest. People that never just weren't taught to invest in themselves or, and and at least that's what I went through when I was younger. So I never did. And then once I started investing in myself, then I started having more belief in myself. And it just turned into like a circle. The more I believed, the more action I took, the more action I took. The more i believe so i i just love that you said that i just wanted to share that from my perspective thank you effie
1: oh thank you david i i love it it's like we were raised on the same stuff really i think i hear that um i hear that strongly you have to you have to take the first step for that circle to begin right um you have to take the first step whatever the circle is Stephen I see you flashing then I'd love to pass the mic back to Glenn if he could wrap us up you know it's great that he's here um over to you Stephen
3: okay great yeah you know I I love what you're doing I, I love the energy the power behind what you always deliver too bad we missed a miss, miss each other in um in oh. London two weeks ago but what <clears throat> what you're talking about is is along the lines of what 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 we uh what we pre- preach as well what I always preach which everyone listens to when i speak and yesterday i went off in a little tyrant because i'm so fired up about the, the difference between belief and certainty and that when you're talking about visioning envisioning your uh, your goals and your uh your future you're envisioning a life of that you want to have to afford and do the things that you want to do so instead of focusing on um you know a thing or a house or a car or a certain amount of money you focus on a lifestyle that a person lives can afford to do all the things that you want to do and you paint that picture and you put it up as a slide in your mind and then let go of the how and get certain about you getting there that's basically what you said i'm just paraphrasing it in, in my own language and so that's that's a very 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 strong practice the difference is belief leaves room for doubt right the lack of all doubt is certainty so gaining certainty comes through Um, certainty in yourself to be able to know that you can deploy your genius in any given situation that the world presents to you. So it's just, it's, I'm I'm in a powerful place right now, um, building bridges. It's incredible. And I just want to share this because it's, it's, it's paying off in droves. And it's just a little adjustment of what everyone knows. It's just a small adjustment, believing that uh, belief is not really a full on certainty, move on to that certainty and drive forward. And you're going to reach your goals.
1: Wow. I love that, Stephen. I wish we'd have met when you were in London. I did everything I could, um, but I know you're coming back. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Certainty.